1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Infinite Energies radio show. My name is Lisa Bennett and I am a space whisperer and you're going to say, well, what is that? Well, I have this capacity to communicate spaces and spaces have always had this gift of of uh communicating with me and so <laughs> you might laugh and I often do when i'm when I'm chatting about this with uh complete uh strangers who say Huh, so tell me what is it that you do and and i say, well, i actually am called a space whisper i have this capacity to talk with spaces. And spaces, I pick up the energy of what's being asked and what's showing up for people that live, work, and play in different spaces around the world. And uh, so today, I actually really wanted to have a conversation with everyone around our relationships adding to your life. And when we talk about relationships. Most people kind of, not kind of, they actually assume that we're talking about the male-female intimate relationship or relationships with family members or relationships within business. I mean, relationship really does cover a lot of different areas. And so one of the things that I really wanted to uh, invite everybody to just just have a have a sort of sit down with your coffee, your tea. Uh, if you're driving, um, welcome to the show. But if you can just imagine all of the relationships that you have in your life, are they actually adding to your life, or are they subtracting, or are they pulling you or distracting you in so many different directions that your focus, the ability to focus on what's right in front of you, may actually get what would what would I say? Almost, in a in a way, fogged up, or in a just distracted is actually a really great word. So, how many relationships in your life are distracting you from the target that you're moving towards? And when we use the word distracting, do you look at that as actually something being negative, or are distractions something that you enjoy in life? And so, how many of you? Look at distractions as as something that's negative as something that's pulling you away, or are you feeling that push me pull you energy, and so you actually go almost into this inner turmoil and say, "Ah, oh, I don't know what to do next. What's going on next." Uh, how many of you have been pulled or are aware of all of the different? relationships that you have in your life and are you actually creating other people as being the primary source in your life or are you actually acknowledging and this is something that I I remind myself daily is that so truth it's a great question to ask who or what is your primary relationship in your life and if you can't answer with yourself and you acknowledge that there are other people, uh, the relationship with your business, the relationship with the people in the immediate household, if you have other people living in your home, uh, the relationship with the animals. Uh so if you have horses or dogs or cats, are those relationships more of the primary sort and your secondary? So I I have friends who have farms and they have either cattle or they have horses or they have goats or llamas. And they actually get up early and feed the animals, their, their, whether it's their their internal uh, that live inside the home or the ones that live outside on their property. They feed their animals first before they actually feed themselves. And so I just want you to sort of look at this and go wow. So how many of you do this within your own family dynamic if you have children? Are you feeding your children first before you feed yourself? So if you if you look at at the beginning when we're all young babies, how many mothers fed their babies before they actually nourished themselves? And so today I'm I'm really just asking you to look at what patterns have you created around nourishing other people other relationships beyond yourself and so one of the things that i actually acknowledge that i had all these other people that were way ahead of me and on if i looked at my if you could if you could stack the people that were greater in my mind, their needs were greater than mine. And I started to look at that a number of years ago about how many people I had actually been nourishing and caring for prior to actually looking at who was actually the number one with myself. And when I when I looked at that, I went, wow. So what are you teaching others about how to teach you or treat you, I should say? So And and it's it's something that it's, it's almost in this reality, we look at it as actually being selfish if you take care of yourself first. And yet, if you get on an airplane, what is the one thing that they ask you to do if you are in an emergency and your plane is going down and the oxygen mask pops out, who's the person that they suggest to give the oxygen mask to? The baby, the little children, or to the parent? So if you can look at your business, if you could look at the relationship with your home, the relationship with your family, the number one person to actually gift oxygen to, the life force to, is yourself first. And so how many of you are not willing to gift yourself the oxygen for yourself first prior to opening up your email, looking at your telephone, looking at your Facebook or social media or emails or listening to telephone messages, where are you not gifting and nurturing yourself first and then going, okay, now that I've taken care of me, now I can look at everyone else. And I remember this when I was a brand new mother and I had my daughter and I would get so intensely Uh, stressed my whole body would sort of go into this constrictive energy when she cried and I was like oh my god I have to feed my daughter right away because she's crying and I remember I had this really lovely nurse that came to the house and it was about two weeks into having coming home from the hospital with the baby and my body was like totally exhausted I was stressed and I Somewhere in my mind, I just imagined if a baby cries, I'd better jump out of bed and I'd better run to the baby and take care of the baby's needs, whatever. And I always assumed that if they were crying, they were hungry. If they, um, I would check the diaper, and and so those are the sort of things that I was running around. And then this nurse, I remember her uh, taking my daughter from my arms while she was crying, and she says, "Okay." we're going to just let your daughter have a good old cry here and we're going to actually <laughs> let you go get yourself some something to drink and get yourself comfortable before you go and actually feed her and i'm going but but she's crying and she's she's <laughs> she was like uh no we're, it's okay she's breathing She's crying. She's got great lungs. And I'm like, okay. And I was like in tears. And so I remember going to the kitchen and I got myself something to drink. And she's and and then she gets up and she's, you know, walking with the crying baby. And she goes, Okay, now now you're getting something to drink. What would you like to eat? I go, Oh, but I should feed her first. And she goes, No. What would you like to eat? And so I remember making myself some toast with peanut butter or something in those days. It was like what whatever was quick. But the purpose of that for me and, and what I'm so grateful for that particular time was that she actually taught me that if I took care of myself and relaxed and then took care of my daughter, you're actually teaching your children how to treat you going forward in life and that it's okay for you to take care of you first. So for those of you that have been at the beck and call of your children, the beck and call of your closest friends, the beck and call of your coworkers or whoever else in your universe is being pulling you in 20 different directions, would you just stop and breathe? And it's not wrong. It's just acknowledging how many of us go into this Fight or flight. Oh my God, if I don't connect with this person, they'll never be my friend. If if I don't connect with this person, they might actually conclude that I don't like them. Or if I don't connect with that person, they might think that I'm upset at, with them. Can you can you see how we go into this crazy bill in our brains and go, Wow, what if we just gave ourselves space? Space for ourselves. So one of the things I love to do is I have a date with myself every Sunday. It's the time that I just sort of go and I, I go off and find a lovely little cafe and I sit down. I sometimes have a book. Sometimes I have my computer. Sometimes I have nothing and I just enjoy the space and I have this lovely um lunch and I sip on some tea and if there's people around, I might chat with them. Otherwise, I'm really happy just to be with me. So are you willing? And this is like over an hour, hour and a half. So if you look at your whole week and the number of hours in, in your week, how many of you are actually getting for going out for a walk? That could be a date with yourself. Going to the gym could be going on a date with yourself. Uh, going on a bike ride, going for a swim, um, going for a run, going—just anything that gives you time with you and getting you out of your to-do list. And so, I know for myself, I'm I'm going through my to-do list. I'm heading out of town on on uh, Monday, and today is a Friday, and so I'm going. Okay, so what are all the things that are required of me to? do prior to actually um heading out of town and you know i i go okay so who is actually requiring time with me before i leave and is that what is that with my business what is that with uh the different people that work with me with my business and, and I go through that and go, okay, so how much is that going to take? How much time? Get out of the story and go right to what is required. And go through your list and I can guarantee when you get out of that distraction and all the people that distract you from what it is that's right in front of you and hey, I the word procrastinate was one of my um, gifts and capacities, procrastinate and then pull it all together at the very last minute so how much fun is that really for your body when you are in that creating right up to the the final hour as opposed to actually going huh okay so you know take an hour and go through what it is that you'd like to take with you on your trip go through your packing list and and you know for me i've been uh enjoying getting all the paperwork together for taxes. So my relationship with my business has asked me to go through my taxes this week, go through what I'm creating with regard to uh, my website and all the people that are involved in in co-creating a new magical website. And different time zone require different time for me. And I remember when I, last night, I really honored myself and said, it's time for you to get a really good night's sleep and go to bed. And I was really grateful for that. So how many of you are nurturing you with a good sleep or an afternoon siesta is another great thing that I love to do. Just having that quick power nap of 20 minutes, half hour, you wake up, you're refreshed and you're ready to rock and roll. And when we gift ourselves this nurturing time, That's when we can actually get way more done, way more accomplished, and and move forward in everything that we're choosing to do for the week, for the weekend, for our businesses, for our family time. And so I remember with my kids that at a certain time, I would say, okay, it's time for me, mom, to go and have one hour without anybody requiring me. And you know, for the first little while, it was a lot of fussing. And but, what are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? And it was actually a really cool exercise for me to go through and watch which of my two kids was actually going into this neediness space. And it's like learning to self-soothe without actually looking outside of yourself to be nurtured and soothed and relaxed. So are you willing to be that for yourself where you're actually enjoying a book, enjoying the walk, enjoying the bike ride, enjoying perhaps if you love gardening, what if just being in the garden for an hour is, is a nurturing and almost like a meditation with the earth and a meditation with yourself. So today, uh. We are going to go into a lot more detail and tools that you can use about having relationships add to your life and you're uh, with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energy's radio show and we're just going to take a quick break.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival?
2: visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infinitenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops.
1: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome. If you are first-time listeners to this radio show, I welcome you. My name is Lisa Bennetts, and I am a space whiffer, and what is that? Well, it's someone that loves to communicate and play with spaces, so that's your business, that can be your office whether that's a commercial office, a corporate office, uh, I have no point of view about where you are located in the world, uh, your personal home or any of, whether it's an, a boat, a houseboat, a camper, uh, whatever your home is or wherever it is in the world, I can actually can tap into the energy energetically from wherever you are in the world, and we can actually unravel what's going on in your life. And I sh- give you tools and techniques of shifting and changing things that will actually create more for you in your life. And uh, I've watched uh, many people from around the world. Just by changing a few things have absolutely shifted things in a magical way. And it's really funny uh and i've actually seen relationships change and relationships can change in a way that for some people they might be and and i really um yeah i just like you to just sort of be open to to knowing that there are some relationships that are I guess they have this dying out stage and how many of you are in a slow death (laughs) and are hanging in there and you have this, and I'm going to call it long-term marriage, okay? It's almost like this noose around your neck where you have concluded that because I've been married for so many years, I might as well hang in there right to the bitter end because... It's too much effort and too much time to actually meet somebody new and go through the motions of having somebody new know what my likes and dislikes are. Oh, my God. Could you get the energy of that? It's it's sort of like when we have people and I have friends that have tried to hang in there with that long-term marriage because, well, why wouldn't I, Lisa? Because I'd been married to them for 30-plus years, so I might as well. And I'm like, well, okay, if you cannot look at the other person in a kind way, you're not doing them any service and you're certainly cutting off yourself from receiving a greater relationship. And so where have you and, and this is this is our parents generation. So I look at this and I go, wow, how many how many of you bought into your parents or grandparents generation that you hung in there and said, you know, I hung in there for fifty or sixty years and everybody's celebrating and yet you don't like each other. You're like two roommates in a space. So how many of you have relationships that you're like two roommates in a space? You're not even sleeping in the same bed or you're sleeping in separate rooms, but it works and we're doing it for the kids or for the grandkids. We don't want to disrupt things. And wow. So are you willing to actually look at your life and go, wait a minute. What is it that I actually desire without looking at it as a wrongness or, or in any way criticizing yourself or judging yourself, but actually going, okay, is this actually working for me? Is this person contributing to my life? Are they contributing to my business? Are they contributing to my health? And if you can answer yes, then oh my goodness, embrace it. Have gratitude for that relationship. If, however, you're looking at someone and you're acknowledging that this is no longer fun or playful or joyful and, hey, I know that there are some times in relationships that aren't always what I call pretty or beautiful and people get through them, whether it's illness or uh, perhaps there's, there's challenges with family members or whatever that is that comes up in your life. But I really, really want you to acknowledge once you get through what I call those hiccups or blips, that that action of the other person of how they relate to you and you relate to them speaks louder than the words. So if there is this sense of there isn't another person in your relationship that's willing to step up and you're doing all the work and are pulling and pulling and pulling and trying to lift the other person up. I call them the Debbie Downers. Well, where are you not willing to shift and change things and actually acknowledge that perhaps if moving into two separate areas within your home And and people create space in their relationships within their home. So if you have a home that's 3,000 square feet and you find yourself dividing yourself through your spaces, it's like putting up a wall, putting up a barrier. Are you willing to look at that and see how much time, how much are you creating between the two of you or how much are you actually dividing? So have you ever had a friend, and what, maybe this is for you, where you've walked into a space and everybody is in their own room, the doors are closed, and nobody's actually having a conversation. Nobody's actually sharing laughter, sitting around a dining room table, having a meal, but actually everybody's coming and going and doing their own thing. Now I, I'm aware that there are different dynamics at different stages of our children and teenagers. Everybody has different schedules. But where are you connecting and creating a relationship, whether it's an hour, a day, an hour, a week? Are you putting the time aside where you're actually acknowledging and actually being grateful for the people in your life? And I've watched this with businesses. So if you're in a business and you have cubicles, and you stand up, you can look over the cubicles and you can see everyone. When you're in an office and the door is closed, what does that say to all the people as they walk by the office? Does that actually invite them to want to come in and have a conversation with you? Or are you actually saying, don't bother me, I'm focused and I'm doing something. So I really want you just, and there's nothing wrong with either. It's just having an awareness around how we can actually create a division in relationships within business, a division in relationships within our homes. And so are you are you willing to sort of look at that and go, wow, yeah, you know what? I've been in a relationship for 30 years and we always closed doors between different things. And even changing a door and having glass put into it. So now you're inviting light. Now that there's not this separation, you can visually see people. Now you can put, call it privacy glass in. You can put a little bit of a design where it has a little bit of privacy, but you can still visually see people walking by. So you're not actually cutting yourself off relationship-wise with the people, but you're actually having this and they can see that you're on your computer or on the telephone or whatever that is, but you're not actually visually cutting yourself off. So it's it's something just to be aware of. And when I was working with a couple of couples over the years in their spaces, and I noticed that there was this door that was hard. It was like what I call a hard door. You close the door and you cannot see what's going on behind that door. When I changed the doors in their spaces to putting some glass in it changed the relationship with the couple there wasn't this frustration and anger and and almost that sort of pissed off energy <laughs> so that's one tool that you can not only use in your business but you can actually add into your home and the great thing is is in in many of uh, homes that are built in North America, there's so many different rooms. And when we start to look at all the doors and you see how we're, we're creating almost darkness into our hallways, into our main central area of our homes, you can lighten it without lights by actually adding doors. So then you've got the natural light outside seeping through the whole home and, and creating natural light which is really, really lovely. So are you willing to actually acknowledge that we have our spaces that are having a communication with us? It's a relationship with our space. So are you willing now to actually acknowledge that we all have various spaces, that are actually having a conversation with us. (laughs) Okay, on that note, we are going to take a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and when we return, we'll talk about more tools that can create and create greater relationships and improve our relationships in our businesses and our homes.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life?
1: freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. To learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events, visit www.infinitenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infinitenergies.ca.
0: This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett's.
1: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Infinite Energy's radio show with myself, Lisa Bennett. So where, if you are curious about connecting with me, where can you find me out there in the universe? Well, uh, you can connect with me at... InfiniteEnergies.ca is my website and or you can look me up on Facebook and I have an Infinite Energies business page or Lisa Bennett's and I post everything in there of where I'm facilitating the Creating Conscious Spaces class next, which is a worldwide class that is currently translated now from English to French and Portuguese, soon to be Italian and Spanish. And I have been, gratefully, I have been invited to uh, go to Brazil this month and also to go to the Netherlands, then off to France, and then in the fall again to India for this Creating Conscious Spaces class. And many of you that tune in to the radio show consistently know that I never just talk about spaces. I actually talk about everything that goes on in your life and how it actually is linked to your spaces. So spaces never lie. They don't have a point of view they actually are probably what I would consider to be one of the most transparent places for me to get a read on what's going on in, in someone's life. And when I walk into someone's space, it could be set up in such a magical way, and yet underlying, there are always what I call hidden skeletons in the closet. And so today, if we could talk about what relationships you'd like to add to your life and what relationships you're willing to let go of that are no longer serving you, those are the ones that I call perhaps those hidden uh, things that you have hidden in the closet. You're not willing to let a relationship go for fear of whatever that is for you. So, are you all willing to look in those hidden spots in your life and say, okay, is this a relationship that actually is adding to my business, adding to creating more for me? Is it fun? Is it actually causing me more grief than than actually adding what I would call more ease? Do you have to handhold? Do you have to... Uh, constantly lift the person up is that something that you're finding exhausting tiring or is the person actually like an injection of fun and like plugging in to the wall and getting an energized like boost so for my life when I started to acknowledge that there were certain people in my life that no longer actually were giving me that boost that fun that um energy of 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 adding more. When I started to acknowledge that, I was like, okay, cool. So now how do I invite people into my life that are going to gift me that energized boost? And so I shifted things within my spaces. And one of the things I did from the exterior of my home, I came up to it and went, okay, what about this home invites people to come in? And our homes are a reflection of our relationships. The front of our businesses are a reflection of our relationships. So if I can't find the front door to your business, if I can't get into your website with complete ease, which is a space, then how am I going to create a relationship with you? And so when we start to acknowledge that there's no easeful way of finding you and, and clear away the clutter. So let's clear away the clutter in the front of your house. If you are stacking garbage, if you're, if you're telling everybody to come through the side door because the lock to your front door is broken or the front entrance light is burnt out or there's um, something piled up by the front door that you just haven't looked at, are you willing to clear it all away so that you prune the trees, clear the walkway, add light bulbs to your outdoor lights, fix the lights, fix the front doorway, and create paint the front door? Oh my goodness, painting a front door a really bright color, I can guarantee as people are driving by, if you have the house with the bright red door or the bright orange door, the bright yellow door, the bright blue door, I can guarantee that you will find that particular home. And I have people in my community, they know my house because I have the largest outdoor planters and I decorate them. I change things up and I met somebody out by the mailbox the other day and she says, oh, that's your house. I love what you do outside. So immediately, we haven't even exchanged names. She immediately acknowledged that, "Oh, you're the person that lives with that house, with the biggest planters, with these great outdoor uh, decorations that are constantly changing my plants and everything else." And she's like, "Oh, I, I can't wait to see what you do next." So, are you are you ready now to start inviting people? to start acknowledging your business that way. Oh my goodness, you're the one in the whole block of businesses and it could be in a strip mall, it could be on a street. Are you willing to stand out so that everybody goes, "Oh, you're the one that has whatever that is." And be unique. So when we create uniqueness, when we create that stand out visual because we're so visual, that that's actually an invitation for people to go huh there's something about you that actually really intrigues me and I don't know what it is but I'm curious and that's when our spaces can actually be what I call the first level of introduction so when our spaces are the first level of introduction it's it's what I consider to be that warm fuzzy intro to now having a conversation. So our spaces can be that conversation starter. It's like when you go to a cocktail party and somebody's standing and they have the wildest hairdo or the funkiest glasses or the wildest boots uh, for women and men might have the wild tie or the big bow tie that's flashing or um, the bright, bright jacket I can guarantee that that invites everyone into a conversation. So when anybody does an outlandish haircut or outlandish um, uh, anything, what we would consider to be a little bit out of the norm. So if you're choosing to blend in, then you're not actually willing to stand out and invite more into your life. Are you actually inviting more into your life? And if you are, then Look at what you're putting on clothing-wise and, as well, look at your houses and your businesses and the exterior of them as the invitation into something that is really creating, oh, wow, there's something dynamic, there's something fun, there's something interesting, intriguing, playful, and have that as your calling card as an invitation into getting to know you. And your business and whatever else you're pulling in. So, do you get that what, when we have our spaces as the calling card, the exterior of our spaces as a calling card into our business, into our home? And I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Having my space be the one that stands out on the street. So, are you willing to be seen? Because if you're not willing to be seen, then, you're, then your businesses aren't going to grow and your relationships aren't going to expand. But if you're willing to be the one that stands out and willing to be seen, then I can almost guarantee you, yes, people might judge you. Yes, people might be repelled by the color of your front door if you did a bright orange. Or a bright fluorescent yellow, they might go, oh, I, I that just makes me want to, you know, whatever that is. But do you get that you're actually getting reaction from people and that everybody will go, oh, you're the one with, or what if you had a, a big uh, piece of artwork that was like a huge sculpture that was sitting on your front lawn? Or what if your front entrance to your home had a water fountain? And everybody walked by and was drawn into the water fountain. Or what if you spent, and and this is really, really fun, is actually, I call it curbside appeal, where you get into playing with flowers and trees and gardens so that everybody goes and they stop as they're going for a walk by your home. They stop and it turns into a conversation piece. So are you willing to have your space as the conversation piece that invites people to want to know what's going on beyond the fence, beyond the gate, beyond the door or the entranceway into your home or your business? And when you start to create that curiosity, I can almost guarantee that that's going to be an invitation for people to actually choose you and or invite others to choose you and Open up a dialogue with your business. Open up a dialogue with your space. A dialogue with you that actually somebody says, wow, there's something about that person that is not willing to blend in that really gets me excited and I want to get to know them. And so are you willing to get beyond the ho-hum, fitting in with the crowd, um, blending in? Oh, the fitting in with the crowd. Wow. That's so interesting. So how many of you are willing to stand out and not fit in with the crowd? Wow. Okay. So on that note, we are going to take a quick break. And when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and we'll talk about standing out from the crowd.
0: 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Would a letter to your home sound something like this? Dear Family Home, Thanks for the Shelter. I know I don't show you much appreciation, if ever. I try not to think of all the unfinished
2: projects I've been waiting to do, but maybe someday they will be completed. Sound familiar? Lisa Bennett, founder of Creating Conscious Spaces, would like to ask you, what if you stopped making excuses and were given simple tools to shift things? Creating Conscious Spaces helps you release old holding patterns and create a nurturing,
1: thriving environment. To learn more, please visit www.infiniteenergies.ca.
0: This is Infinite Energies radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett.
1: So, welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, you are with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energy's radio show, and I am the Space Whisperer. And for those of you, and I've mentioned this earlier on in the show, that if you do wish to uh, connect with me, please send me a private message through Facebook, and or you can get a hold of me through an email at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca, and Send me an email, and uh, and or you can connect with me on my website, where you can book a private session, um, whether it's a consultation with your space or an actual uh, conversation about what's going on in your life. Um, we do this through Zoom, and you get a recording. So um, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we can we can totally have a connection and a conversation around. What's going on in your life? And let's see what we can unravel. And what if it's so, so much uh, ease for you? And when I say ease, it can be Oh gosh, a half hour conversation and in that one half hour conversation all of a sudden the light bulb moment happens and you go, oh my god, I didn't see it that way. And that one light bulb moment might be the one thing that is required to shift everything with regard to your relationships in your spaces. And, uh, so are you willing to stand out from the crowd? Are you willing to be the one in the community, it stands out. And if you're happy to blend in and you're happy to just stay what I call a status quo with your relationship in your business, your relationship in your in your long-term marriage or, or whatever that is for you, then, hey, awesome. If you're happy where you're at, cool. But if you're actually desiring to change things and see that there's other possibilities in your life, then what if attending a Creating Conscious Faces workshop is something that would create something brand new for you? And this is a class that I facilitate around the world. There is no prerequisite for this other than that you show up with your body and you have a space that you are desiring to shift and or change things. And that's really what it's all about. It's It's uh, live streamed, so it comes up in different languages. And I really invite you to check out the website. Check out what is popping for you. Because when you listen to the radio show, the fact that you're actually listening is that your space has reached out energetically through you to connect to me. And that might sound a little funky and, and weird, but that's cool. That's fine. I, and I do say the word cool a lot. I know I've had people say, wow, you say cool a lot. I said, yeah, I do. (laughs) But the cool thing is, as I say it, is your spaces actually have an energetic vibration that does at some point reach out to me. So if I walked into a cocktail party tonight, I can tell you that everybody's space has a conversation with me. And I don't necessarily go into trying to figure out how a space is communicating. I just know that there is someone that is going to approach me at some point and their space is asking for whether it's a shift, a change. And through their spaces, this is where we can shift things. So we talked about the front entrance of your home. And I've talked about this in past shows. The front entrance of your home, the front entrance of your business is the first calling card To creating more in relationships in your life. Your car is a space. It's a calling card into relationships in your life. If your car is a disaster and a mess and and hasn't been taken care of, it's a reflection of when people see that, they'll say, huh, so is this a reflection of how this person treats themselves and or their home spaces and or their bodies? So I really invite you to look at everything. Every single space that you are showing up with and in is a reflection of I'm talking about your personal space. So if your business is, is in a, a specific space, that is a reflection of you. If your home is a has a um, your personal space and you're inviting people into it, that is a reflection of what's going on with you. So what other tools could you utilize well how about cleaning space how about getting rid of dead plants which aren't an invitation to a lively energetic uh conversation. It's like people, if they see a dead plant, how many of you have walked into a place and you see a dead plant? Well, your eyes are going to get drawn to the dead plant. Even though you're having a conversation with the person directly in front of you, if you're sitting in an office and you see a wilted dead plant in a planter that's gorgeous, at some point you're going to go, hey, when was the last time you were going to either replace the plant or going to water it? So This is the nurturing, the self-care and the nurturing. If you are going to bring in a live plant into your office, nurture it. Nurture your own body. And that is a reflection of all the other people in your business. Are you willing to see that everyone, every relationship with the office is nurtured? And everyone is taking care of themselves, where they're going for lunch, where they're having their coffee breaks, where they're going out and getting some fresh air, and changing it visually up even within your offices. So, how many offices have the same artwork on the walls? Change it up. If you want to create and generate new ideas, be willing to generate new creations, new artwork new environment when people walk into the reception area of an office and change things up, change the flowers, change the plants, change the artwork. You can shift a piece of artwork from one wall in an office to another and all of a sudden it's like the first time somebody walks in and goes, wow, you've changed something in your entranceway of your office. I really like what you've done. And that piece of artwork might have been sitting in a boardroom and nobody ever looked at it or saw it. So, These are just really simple visual tools. And when we think about visual, when we start to see the visual of what we show up as in our spaces, what we show up with our own bodies, what we show up with, with the way we present ourselves and our spaces out there, you're also going to be inviting new generative relationships into your life. If you are not willing to change up your spaces, your your spaces will not invite all the new business and generative ideas going forward. I thank everyone for joining us today and I'm so grateful. So please reach out. I look forward to seeing you somewhere out in the universe. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and have an awesome day and thanks for joining us. Take care.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chats.